traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing on this fantastic weekend? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, how is everyone doing? You know, this is a show, The Geek Show, where we take a break from all the politics, all the yelling, all the screaming, Trump, Biden... All of that. Push that aside and let's talk about some fun things. Video games, movies, TV shows, and specifically on this show, lots of robot news. A quick bit of housekeeping before we talk about what's happening on The Geek Show today. Uh, so we have an episode of The Geek Show next week. Then the week after that, we do not. I'm taking a break during the week of Thanksgiving, so there will be no uh, Geek Show. There'll be a replay of The Geek Show on uh, Thanksgiving weekend. And then December 5th is a Bradley basketball game. So there will be no Geek Show on December 5th. So after next week, I'll be back on the 12th. And then we only have... Two more episodes of the Geek... No, three more episodes of the Geek Show until the end of the year, which is kind of crazy. I'm really, really actually glad that we're almost over with 2020. I don't know about you, but I want 2021 to just bring us some really good news. Because this year we've had the, the movie theater shutting down. We don't know the state of play in regards to movies. But uh, hopefully next year we'll be able to bring some uh, sunlight back into our lives. So the Geek Show is broken down like this. We'll start off with the news of the week. I got interesting news in the world of robots and collectibles. McDonald's is getting into a fight. Well, not necessarily a fight, just uh, some interesting things. Then we take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about movie news of the week. We got some streaming news. Two of the biggest companies for filmmaking is making some adjustments, which is not a good sign for movie theaters. Then we'll take a break for news. We get back after that. We'll go over Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world, including more robot news. Because, yes, I have a lot of robot news this week and the pope robots and the pope i feel like that's a good band name actually uh but then after that we'll take a break and we end the show with the top five list of the week i got a trailer i got a viral video and i got two pieces of audio that is just a tip of the hat honoring two people that we lost in the geek world uh last week so for right now let's get into the news of the week and let's start off with a robot news because who doesn't like robot news so here's the thing over in japan right now they are having a problem black bear attacks are happening more uh statistically 157 people were attacked by bears last year and they're seeing an increase on that why is that well mainly because of acorns yes black bears want to eat acorns it's one of the things they go to when the pre-hibernation uh black bear wants to eat up on those to get uh high calories and to build up some girth to uh, get ready for the winter season and uh, they're having issues with it because of the climate change, because of deforestation, uh, that uh, they now have to get closer and closer to residential areas. So what did they do? What do you think Japan did to fight black bears? 
They built a robot, of course. Yes, they've built a really creepy-looking robot wolf that will prevent bear attacks, or Japanese bear attacks. Uh, but they're really creepy. If you get the chance, look it up. Just type in on Google, robot wolves, and you'll be able to find it, because they're really disturbing-looking. Like, it's something I would imagine from the movie Cujo, the movie with, from Stephen King about an evil dog. Uh, but... If it's working, hey, that's that more power to them. But it's just interesting to see all the weird ways that we're using robots. Obviously, it's not like a smart AI. It's more like an animatronic from like Chuck E. Cheese or something. But super cool. Uh, hopefully that will pull back the black bears from thinking about going in closer to uh, residential houses. Uh, in the world of collectibles, I know there are a lot of sneaker heads. Is that what they're called? I'm not 100% sure on that. But there are a lot of people out there that collect uh, Nike sneakers and Adidas and just sneakers in general. Uh, well, they announced along with the PlayStation 5, which, by the way, quick sidebar, this week is the new week of the next generation of video game consoles. We have the new Xbox Series S and the PlayStation 5. And let me tell you, I have been sitting by my computer hitting the refresh button about a thousand times, still have not been able to secure my PlayStation 5. I'm going to keep trying, dang it. It's funny because I was telling Greg from the morning show, who I also work with uh, during the week, I was telling him that it's weird to me that uh, I used to be really good at uh, getting the first in line online to buy things. And as soon as I hit 30, I'm starting to have issues with technology and technology starting to have issues with me. So I feel like 30 is the age when I start to become old. But back to sneakers. So uh, Adidas is partnering up with PlayStation and Spider-Man. Why? Well, the PlayStation 5, as I said, is released this week. And on top of that, they have a brand new video game called Spider-Man uh, Miles, Mora Miles Morales. Yes. Uh, and it's a new video game. It's getting rave reviews. I cannot wait to play it. It might be one of the first uh, PlayStation 5 games I play. But uh, they partnered up and they made a, a new sneaker. Obviously, it's going to sell out quick. But my honest opinion, it looks really ugly and kind of boring. Like, if you're going to partner up with PlayStation and Spider-Man, you need to do something with a little more oomph and a little more power. This one, I was really kind of disappointed in. But if you like collectibles, if you like sneakers that is out there, you should be able to find them. Uh, next up in the world of collectibles, and okay, I have to be honest with you guys, I think the most expensive thing I ever bought in the world of collectibles was a... Okay, so there's a video game called Portal, and it's set in the Half-Life 2 universe. It's a very popular uh, computer game and puzzle game, and it's great. Well, there are these little turrets in the game, and they talk, and they light up, and they shoot, and they're super adorable. I bought one of those, a replica of it, at a Comic-Con convention, and I think I paid... 200 or $250 for it. I think that's the most expensive thing I've ever done or bought in regards to uh, collectibles in the world of video games. I mean, I got a tattoo, but I don't think a tattoo is considered a collectible, and I don't think I paid $200. I think it was a lot less than that. But uh, anyway, why I say that is because Batman is my favorite superhero of all time. I mean, easily. Hands down, Batman's the best. He's cool. He's rich. He has all these cool gadgets. It's awesome. Well, I never in my life would say, wow, I really want a collectible, really nice and expensive Batman desk clock. So this desk clock, which start in the back of your mind, start thinking about a price range that you think might happen. So it's created by Cross Studio and it is a handmade desk clock and it will uh, it is 
engineered to fit an entire clock into the uh, Tim Burton's Batman car uh, vehicle. It's assembled with over 512 parts, and it is a it's ticking away at 21,600 beats every hour. I don't know what that means fully, but it's supposed to be really good. It looks absolutely beautiful, but what would you be willing to pay for a Batmobile desk clock? Any guesses? How about $30,000? Yes, I'm not joking. This clock, while it looks absolutely beautiful, and I bet the price is correct in that this is a handmade device. Each piece is designed specifically for it. I get that. But to pay three thousand three no not three thirty thousand dollars for a Batman clock that will just sit on your desk? No, thank you. I feel like with thirty thousand dollars I can buy like an exact replica of a Batman suit with actual gear and stuff. But to buy a desk clock, oh man! It, you know, I hope one day all of us can be at a point in our careers where we're just sitting around and you're like, you know what? I got a $30,000 just laying around. I'm going to buy a clock. I don't know. That's just really, really bizarre to me. But uh, if you are interested in stuff like that, look it up online just for the, the craftsmanship and the beauty behind it. But $30,000, that was a, a shocker to me. Uh, McDonald's. So this one's interesting. And why I bring up McDonald's, of course, because it's in the world of pop culture and uh, with trends, but also because, hey, we're geeks. We want to eat. Uh, McDonald's announced this week that they are creating a uh, McPlant burger, which is basically like an Impossa burger or a Beyond Meats burger. But what was really weird was they came out and it was very unclear. uh, And they didn't specifically say in the press release that they were working with Beyond Meats. And it got really weird to the point that Beyond Meats have to come out later and say, hey, uh, we actually are partnered up with McDonald's and we help them create this. But why did they have to come out? Because their stocks took a huge fall when McDonald's announced this and people thought McDonald's was going to destroy all of these other uh, Beyond Meat type foods. And it was just really, really weird that they would wait for their stock price to fall to then announce it. So I don't know if there's something fishy being played there. I don't know how you make money with that type of stuff, but maybe something was going on there, or maybe it was just a miscommunication. But uh, we'll have the new McDonald's McPlant Burger in 2021. I never got on the the Impasa Burger uh, train. That's just something I've never been interested in trying. I just want a hamburger, dang it. I don't know about you guys. I'm curious. I haven't met anyone who actually has tried one yet, but I'm just curious if they're actually really good or not. And finally, we'll talk about this one, then we'll take a break. Amazon's Alexa is, of course, that smart house device that you're able to talk to, ask questions. Well, Amazon updated it recently so that Alexa will now follow up questions with you so if that just to be clarifying to make sure that you want you they're you're getting what you want and i just think it's hilarious because now alexa's gonna talk back to me you know dang it i want a device that says hey alexa order me a pizza and be like really Corey? you really want a pizza maybe you should go with a salad now obviously it won't say that but it makes me hope that maybe we will get a sassy version of Alexa one of these days. I don't know. With that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we got to go over some of the movie news of the week. We got some very, very interesting things happening in the world of film and some things that have me worried. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's head on into the world of movies. And, okay, I, I gotta be, let's just get straight to it with this one, because this one has me a little worried. Obviously, with COVID, the whole movie theater industry is in a weird place right now, and I keep talking about it. Uh, AMC is having some issues. I think they were down profit-wise 90% uh, when they last had their earnings report. Uh, earlier this week, they announced that they're having private movie theater screenings for $99. I don't know if that's going to be enough. And then on top of it, I have two stories about some restructuring. First is Disney. Disney announced this week, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago. They announced that they were going to restructure and focus more on digital content. Well, again this week, an internal memo from uh, from Peter Rice, who's the chairman of the recently rebranded Disney General Entertainment Content, uh, said that they're going to be focusing more on content creation for distribution on streaming. So podcast, movies, series. And uh, I mean, it makes sense because that's where they're making their profit right now. Obviously, no one's going to movie theaters right now. But uh, it's just another sign that, hey, movie theaters might be left to the curb on this one. And that would be horrible, not only for the industry in general, because a lot of people work at movie theaters, but also because... Uh, Little Geek Cory, uh, that's what got him into the geek world, was nothing more magical than walking into a movie theater as a little kid, this jumbo screen that takes you into another world. And I, I really hope we don't lose that. I know I always, even before COVID, I was always beating the drum of digital purchases. Yes, yes, I love buying digital movies. I do, and especially new ones, because I can watch it at home. It's cheaper. But at the same time, I don't want that magic to be taken away from people, because it's an escape for some people. So hopefully, uh, I, I, I really don't know at this point. I, I say hopefully, but I'm, I'm very concerned. The other one is, uh, and this also goes into my concerningness, is concerningness? I, I'm really good at making up words. But uh, Warner Media, which is Warner Brothers Studios, uh, Hulu, HBO, Turner Broadcasting, announced that they are also having a round of layoffs up to 5 to 7% of its total workforce amid restructuring, focusing on streaming. Yeah. So they have HBO Max, which is their huge uh, streaming service, and they're going to be focusing more on that via original content movies. And they hinted at maybe some audio stories too, aka podcasts. But it's just a continuing sign about the weird world we're in with movie theaters. And I know I keep talking about this every week, but I keep getting more and more stories that have me very concerned. And here's the thing. I know uh, I am screaming at the top of my lungs to go out and support your local businesses. So always go and get carry out or pick up or eat outside too. But uh, there's ways we can help stores and restaurants. I just can't figure it out. And I'm still thinking hard on how to do it because I know private theaters won't do it. But how do we support local movie theaters? Because I don't want that to go away. I've been thinking about it hard, and I just I really have not come up with a solution yet. So hopefully we'll be able to figure out something soon or be, find out a way to help them, because I am very concerned. Uh, there are some more movies being pulled out, which we'll talk about in a second. And uh, yeah, I, I'm just very, very concerned with that. Uh, next up, before we get into the small ones, I have to tell you about this. George Lucas, uh, probably the king of all geeks out there, uh, t- was talking to a reporter about a new book that he's doing, and he was talking to him about... Uh, what his sequel Star Wars films would be. So George Lucas, of course, created Star Wars, and he made movies one through six. 
Uh, after that, Disney bought the series from him, and they created their own branch of movies. Now, uh, George Lucas came out and said he actually started planning the next batch of Star Wars movies in 2010, but he realized that would take over a decade of his life, and he didn't want to lose that. So that's why he made the decision to sell to Disney. But he talked about how he wanted his movies to be, and he wanted it to focus a lot on Princess Leia. So Princess Leia would have been the star of the new movie, a new series of movies, and it would be about building up the resistance. And the villain, which is really interesting, would be Darth Maul. And I think that's really cool, because in the uh, animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars, it came out that Darth Maul was still alive, obviously with no feet if, or no legs, if you saw uh, episode one. But... uh if you are a Star Wars fan, I would highly recommend you look up some of the interview. I'm not going to go over all of it because there are some spoilers, but really, really interesting view on how uh, George Lucas would have done these trilogies. And you can kind of see it a little bit in the Disney series, but also where Disney decided to veer off into a different direction. Uh, let's hit the small ones, then we will take a break. Molly in the Moon. Deadline reports that Kristen Bell and Jonathan Gruff will star in Molly in the Moon, a live-action fantasy musical from the creators of How I Met Your Mother. The story is said to follow an expected mother singing a lullaby to her pregnant belly. As the film pushes in on the pregnant belly, there is another world inside where we see a mysterious little girl on a rowboat in the middle of the ocean looking up to the moon and hearing the song come from the moon that sounds adorable and creepy at the same time i'll be curious to see what they do with that uh this one is the one i'm worried about free guy disney announced this week that they have removed free guy from its december release schedule no new date has been given if you're a fan of van diesel he's been attached to return to a sequel to the movie bloodshot and finally in news that scares me oh no i got one more after that uh the Scorpion King, yes, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Universal have hired a director, and he, Dwayne Johnson, will produce and write a reboot of the Scorpion King series. That, of course, was an off-branch of The Mummy in one of the weirdest movies I've seen in all time. And if you want to see the very worst in regards to CGI, uh, look up The Scorpion King from The Mummy 2. It was really bad. And finally, in news that could not make me any more happier, uh, The Umbrella Academy announced this week on Netflix that they have been hired on to do a season three. I absolutely love that series, and I can't not recommend that show enough it is bizarre it is weird it is funny it is full of action and it's very bloody it involves time traveling in season two it's just bizarre and weird so i highly recommend you check that out on Netflix. Now, before we take a break, I have to tell you about Warp Drive Toys. Warp Drive Toys is the brand new sponsor for The Geek Show. They're located on 206 North Main Street in Court, Illinois. And this is your go-to place for all collectibles and replicas. And here's what the really cool thing is. I highly recommend you check out their Facebook page because I was just scrolling through and I saw it earlier this week. They announced Hasbro that they're releasing a brand new helmet in the Mandalorian Black Series. It's going to be an exact replica of the Mandalorian helmet it looks stinking cool and boom on the facebook page they announced that you can pre-order it on there it's going to arrive next year but this thing looks gorgeous but then also i saw i love replicas if there's one thing you have to know about the geek show i love replicas and warp drive toys i've never seen this before has in stock now masters of the universe scaled replicas of he-man sword and skeletor staff so super super cool especially this holiday season warp drive toys located in Creve Core. 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner. We talk about the latest and greatest in the technological world, and we have to start off with this one. I love things that spontaneously combust. And while this isn't spontaneously combusting, it is catching on fire. If you have a ring device, a ring for your uh, doorbell, there's a ring device that Amazon sells. If you have a second generation one, you need to be aware that there are over 23 reports that these doorbells are igniting and causing minor property damage. Ring, the company has come out since and said there is no risk if the doorbell is installed correctly. They note that the device has, can overheat because people are using the, the wrong screws to put it in and that when they use the wrong screws, it's piercing the uh, batteries and thus it is causing the device to overheat and catch on fire. What I think is hilarious out of all of this, they released a whole press release about it. Uh, they said that they warn users to not use any screws, but instead they should use your, and I put this in quotations, smart security screws. I think that's just a technical term to say, Amazon, uh, we have a patent over our own screws, and we're going to call it the smart security screws. But uh, yeah, so if you have a second generation ring one, or even a first one, just be aware of it. I know Amazon's having a bunch of problems with their devices catching on fire. It was just last week or two weeks ago. We talked about Amazon Basics, which is their, uh, basically it's their products, like your basic needs. They have it at a super cheap price, like a cord to charge your phone. Uh, some of those cords have been catching on fire. So if you have a piece of technology that's starting to heat up and it's like uncomfortable on your hand, uh, unplug it from the device or shut it down and wait a bit and then try again to make sure that everything's okay. But yeah, I, there was one time I had a phone where I thought it was going to overheat and I pulled it out uh, from its plug and luckily it didn't catch on fire, but it came out later that, uh, yeah, those phones had issues with batteries exploding on people, which is never a good thing. Uh, next up in the world of robots, the UK defense chief says that the army in the UK could have up to 30,000 robots in it by the year 2030. So multiple things with this story. They're having issues recruiting people. So robots would be able to help them get more bodies in the area and uh, I think the best part about this is they said you don't have to worry about AI or robots using weapons. While they will have weapons, the only way a machine can use the weapons on people is if it is controlled by a human. So it's kind of like that Robin Williams movie Toys. You know, the bad guys trying to get people to kids to play video games. And it turns out that they are uh, actually being used as soldiers in war, uh, something like that. But I think that's good because I think uh, the second you give AI any chance to take over the world and destroy us humans, they'll take advantage of that. But on a serious note, uh, there is something about humans that uh, we have this instinct that I don't know if AI is able to have, at least not yet. So it's good that there's going to be a human behind the machine to make sure that it doesn't hurt people unnecessary. Uh, next up, Pope Francis sticking in the world with AI. Pope Francis releases these monthly YouTube videos, and he asks that each month you pray for a specific thing. Well, he said this week, the Pope said that AI was at the heart of the change that we are experiencing in the world and that robotics had the power to change the world for the better. But this only would be the case if these forces are harnessed correctly. Indeed, if technological progress increases inequalities, it is not true progress. Future advances must and should be oriented towards respecting the dignity of the person. So he's asking people to pray 
for that AI will serve, will always serve mankind and be a benefit to society. Obviously, that's a big thing. I think it's a big deal from the church because there's a lot of people at the church who believe that AI is going to bring about the devil and Armageddon. And uh, while I don't have that same thing, I'm more worried about robots taking over uh, the world. But uh, yeah, it's just something interesting. I, I keep hitting the same drum all the time, but COVID has gotten us into a more technological world. And uh I think we'll be seeing a lot more advances in that stuff. And AI is going to be here. Uh, it may not be here to the level that you think uh, yet, but we're slowly getting there, if not already. And finally, this week is big video game week. We have the next generation of consoles, the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, which still have not been able to get my hands on the PlayStation 5 yet. I'm going to keep trying. But uh, in that regard, Sony announced this week something really cool. One of the more annoying things is when you get a new video game console... You have to toss away your old one because you're never going to use it. It's just going to collect dust in your closet. And you're like, well, what do I do with this? Well, PlayStation has a really cool option. So let's say you have the PlayStation 5 in your living room, right? You have it set up there so you can play video games. But then your wife or your kids want to watch the TV. Well, you don't want to unplug everything and take it to another room and play. Right now, if you update your PlayStation 4, they offer a remote feature. And you'll be able to stream from your PlayStation 5 to your PlayStation for all your games that you can play so you can continue playing in another room i think that's really cool any more options to just continue the area of where you can play is great i know you can connect to your pc right now also i think remote play is going to be one of the big things for uh, the video game industry as we keep moving forward and finally guys we're going to take a break but before that i have to tell you about warp drive toys it is one of the coolest places around it is on 206 north main street on creve Court, illinois and what's really cool about this place is that they are your go-to place for collectibles new and used but the best part and the part that i just cannot stop screaming about because how awesome it is is that you can actually try and feel the product and make sure it's what you want one of the most annoying things in the world is buying something online and then when you get it it looks or is nothing like what you saw online that's happened multiple times and the fact that you have a place that you can actually try on stuff too to make sure it fits is really cool so 206 north main street warp drive toys check them out we're going to take a break when we get back let's go over the top five list of the week welcome back to the geek show i'm your host Corey wara the geek show is brought to you by mega replay peoria's best place to buy sell and trade Movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, it's the last part of the show. I know, I know, I'm sad too. But we end it on one of my favorite segments ever. It's called Corey's Top 5 List of the Week. It's the five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. Uh, this week we got two that is kind of in reflection because we lost two great giants in the world of geeks. I have a hilarious video with Ryan Reynolds and you if you follow the geek show you know my one favorite thing in the world is watching uh, news clips or uh, things from live events when accidents happen and well we got one this week it's hilarious I had to pull out the buzzer for this one to cover up some of the words so you want to stick around for that but for right now let's get straight into it with number five number five goes to an incredibly incredibly sad story we lost somebody this week that 
that is uh, a bit, at least for me, a big icon in the geek world because I grew up watching this show. I'll play the theme song, which has to be in one of the best theme songs of all time, but I'll play that and then we'll talk about it. Dooby dooby doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. Scooby dooby doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby doo, I see you. Pretending you got a sliver. You're not fooling me, cause I can see the way you shake and shiver. Yeah, so that, of course, is the theme song to Scooby-Doo, and I'm sad to say that we lost an icon in the geek world, at least geek for me, because I grew up watching Scooby-Doo, and that is Ken Spears. Ken Spears is the co-creator of Scooby-Doo, and he died at the age of 82, not COVID-related, but even this is like one of the worst things in the world. Uh, he died from complications related to Louie body dementia. If it's one thing that scares me on a level I can't even explain to people is anything, any disease that uh, affects the mind. And uh, I don't know if you saw, I don't have it in the top five list this week because audio-wise it wasn't really good. It's something you need to watch visually. There's a video of a lady with Alzheimer's and she listens to uh, the Swan Lake music and she starts dancing. And uh, stuff like that is awesome, but at the same time it just it, it breaks my heart when I see people dealing with this disease and especially the family members around it. It's just uh, something that haunts me, uh, just th even thinking about it. But uh, he has a fantastic story. So Ken Spears was uh, originally from California, and he started working in the film industry and he as a sound editor, of all things, which is kind of funny. And while working in the editing department, he met Joe Ruby, and those two began a writing partnership. And they went on to co-create some really cool shows. You have Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, Dino-Mutt, Dog Wonder, Jabberjaw, Hanna-Barbera, in addition to the Barclays and the Houndcats. And then on top of all of that, they left CBS and created their own production company, and they produced several animated series, including Superman, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Mr. T, and the Plastic Man Comedy Adventure Hour. Wow, that was a long string of words there. But yeah, uh, I haven't heard about a lot of those shows, but a few of them I have, and I grew up with them. I grew up watching those. I know, uh, I, I'm, I'm really curious uh, if it's still popular to, uh, gosh, I'm going to sound old again, to those young kids these days. I'm a millennial, and I don't have any kids, so I don't know the how popular these old shows are, but I really love them, and I hope that they can keep spreading their message, because Scooby-Doo was just a classic. So uh, we tip our hats to you, Ken Spears. Uh, thank you for creating what has to be one of the greatest shows, uh, probably one of the greatest shows of all time, Scooby-Doo. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a video. I love it when this guy puts out videos, especially what involves these two. So there's an ongoing feud between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman and mainly it's that Ryan Reynolds thinks that as his Deadpool character he wants to fight Wolverine and beat him up because he says he can and we're at the point now because Hugh Jackman has retired from playing uh, Wolverine anymore and Ryan Reynolds is not happy about that so there's always this feud between them and they're always yelling at each other obviously it's a fun feud but they go to extreme levels I mean even Hugh Jackman had a concert event I think it was up in Chicago and Ryan Reynolds recorded a special message to make fun of him. And they keep going back and forth, but they did this really cool commercial together for Sam's Club, of all things. Uh, this is the trailer, not a trailer, this is the commercial from Ryan Reynolds called Forgiveness. Forgiveness. 
You know, they say the holidays are a time for forgiveness. And if we're being honest, the two of us have a lot to be sorry for. Truce is not friendship. It's war. Ryan started it. Hugh Jackman here. No one likes you. I just an evil person. Wow. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Hugh, forgive me <laughs> for exposing you for the monster that you truly are. Mm. Yes, and to everyone but Ryan, please forgive me for even engaging with someone of his emotional maturity. You know what? Hmm. Forgiveness sucks. Let's let the people pick a winner. Perfect. This holiday, when you shop at Sam's Club, you can side with me and not only affirm Ryan is the canned cranberry source of human beings, but you'll also contribute to the Laughing Man Foundation, which helps coffee farming communities around the world. Or side with me to send a message that, like mistletoe, Hugh just makes things awkward. And Sam's Club will help me support efforts to provide compassionate care to sick children through the Sick Kids Foundation. So I guess the holidays aren't about forgiveness after all. No. No, as always, it's an emotional brawl with friends, loved ones, also, also hated ones. Right. Yeah. Visit samsclub.com, The Feud. Yeah, so super hilarious. I love stuff like that, especially those two. If anything, if there's one company that can get Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine and actually duke it out with Deadpool, that's Disney. Disney, of course, owns all the mutant characters from the X-Men series. And uh, I don't know. I'll be curious to see if actually anything happens because Disney is not known for their R-rated movies. In fact, I don't. Maybe they have one or two R-rated movies, and Deadpool is a hard R-rated movie. It just can't work in PG-13, so I'm curious to see if Disney will actually uh, move forward with the popular series that is Deadpool. Number three. Number three. Okay, number three. Here we go. I love mistakes from live newscasts. Not just live newscasts, but anything live, because we all do it. We're all human, but it's just funny. And this one, if there's anything that COVID has given us, it's given us a lot of opportunities to see that we are still not fully prepared for the world of Zoom meetings and Zoom communications, either with uh, lag behind audio or... Or if you're not aware, if you're actually on camera. And this is what happened to Ken Dillon from MSNBC. Sir, a breaking just moments ago, this is Ken Delanian, has some new reporting on something that we talked about at the top of the hour, how the Trump administration is handling the transition with the incoming Biden team, or not handling it, we should say, to a certain extent. This time, it involves our intelligence community. Uh, Ken, what have you learned, sir? Okay. Uh, I think we lost. Yeah, so I bleeped out the words there. You could just uh, look up online what he said, but I just thought it was funny because uh, definitely when we're working at home or working in different locations, it's obviously hard to know uh, when the camera is there. I'm more curious, though, on uh, is there a delay button? Because I think a delay button would have caught that in time, but it's still actually aired on TV. So super funny. I love stuff like that. Obviously, he came back and apologized and said I wasn't aware. And I totally get that. We all make mistakes, but broadcasters especially have to remember to watch their mouth because you can get in big trouble from the F FCC and uh, stuff like that is just hilarious and it makes me uh, relax a little bit when I think about doing stuff on air. It doesn't have to be perfect, just has to be fun. Number two.
Number two. Number two goes to a very interesting trailer that I liked it and then I didn't like it and now I'm kind of in a weird place, mainly because I'm not a big fan of James Corden. I'll explain more. This is the trailer or some of the trailer for the new HBO Max series called Super Intelligence, starring James Corden and Melissa McCarthy. Technology. It's always watching us, studying our every move. And it just focused its attention on Carol Peters. Thanks so much for being here, Carol. What is this? Let's jump right into it. I don't like this. Why is it doing that? I'm going to find out who you are, okay? Carol, I am a technological superintelligence. I can control every dollar and every machine on the planet. I know that voice. Is this James Corden? I'm not James Corden, Carol. My analysis showed that hearing James Corden's voice would calm you. You sent an email to James Corden claiming to be the president of Corden's Wardens. That was a tough night for me. Oh, boy. I plan on spending these next three days hanging out with you. Why you? You're literally the most average person on Earth. Yeah, so that is some of the trailer for Super Intelligence. And here's the thing. I really, really, really like Melissa McCarthy. I just feel like she has been given the most horrible roles to showcase her comedic style. And this one, I can't decide yet because it leans into some of it. Obviously, since she's lost a lot of weight, they finally toned down the fat jokes. Those are just too easy to do. And uh, But they're still playing with her awkwardness. So I don't know. And then throw in James Corden on top of that. I'm be, I'll be very curious to see what the reviews say when it comes out. And maybe if the reviews are good, I'll check it out. But that is Super Intelligence. It is a movie coming to HBO Max, and it is going to be released on Thanksgiving Day. Here's number one. Number one. Yes, number one. We had to talk about this. One of the kings of the geek world uh, sadly passed away after his fight with cancer. This one was a hard one for me just because... Uh, like Scooby-Doo, I grew up watching this, and that, of course, is Alex Trebek, uh, the host of Jeopardy. Uh, it was kind of sudden. Uh, last update we got, it sounded like things were good. Uh, they are going to continue to play all of the rest of the episodes that he shot. There was a really nice video out there from the producer talking about him and uh, about the shows, but I had to bring this up because a lot of people don't know, just based on the style of Jeopardy, you know, you don't get a behind-the-scenes look. Uh, Alex Trebek is a really funny guy and when he's off camera from the you know not recording and taking breaks he'll go to the audience and the contestants and he'll shoot jokes and just laugh it's really cool so I had to bring this up because he actually showcased his humor and this has to be one of the best burns of all time in TV history this is Alex Trebek and uh, he is talking to a young lady who is a contestant and she's explaining something that she likes to do and it's his response that is just the best thing in the world. Take a listen to this. I think it's very fun. It's called Nerdcore Hip Hop. It's Nerdcore Hip Hop. Yes. Um, it's uh, people who identify as nerdy, rapping about the things they love, video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting romantic partners, you know. <laughs> it's really catchy and fun. Losers, in other words. Well, I think... <laughs> I sure. Te I te no, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Okay, 
can can we all just agree that that was the best burn of all time? Like, I'm a geek, and of course, I get picked on at times for my weight or the stuff I like, but I I appreciate a good burn, and that was really really good. Uh, so, Alex Trebek, we will miss you. Uh, you will have shoes that will never be able to be filled, uh, just like uh, the guy from The Price Is Right. As much as I like Drew Carey, I don't think he has the same charisma as uh, the original host, and I think it will be hard to find someone with Alex Trebek, although there was rumors of George Stepanopoulos, who I think would be fantastic on there. Uh, So we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, the episodes are going to come out for the rest of the year, but once again... Alex Trebek, we salute you. The Geek Show, uh, we lost somebody huge in the geek world. Two people huge this week. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. I know things with the elections and all of that is still shaky, but we got to pull through this, especially with COVID. I'm very worried uh, about the numbers that I'm seeing. I'm a guy of science, and if you don't believe it, that's totally fine. But uh, just remember to watch out for each other. We really, one thing that I love about Central Illinois is how much we pull together to help each other. There are local businesses that need our help, local restaurants that need our help. We got to help the people locally so that we can keep pushing through. And I hope you all do that. And as always, if you're ever feeling down, alone, sad, or just need to talk, always feel free to reach out to me, Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, period, Wara, W-A-R-A, at MWCRadio.com. You should never feel alone, and you should always Keep out an eye out for fellow geeks because the geek community can feel small at times when it's really actually huge. Have a fantastic weekend. I'll see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.